Um, have you ever been victimized by new age spirituality? We've been, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting. You're going to want to listen up. I'm Megan, an intuitive life coach and Reiki master. I'm Ryan, a professional astrologer, and we want to show you what spirituality is by talking about what it is not. Con artist. Yes. Snake oil salesman. There are so many susceptible people out there. And then they're tainted. They're ruined. They don't want to come back to spirituality. We still have a lot to learn, and we will humble ourselves and learn, I think, every freaking day. This is Claire Annoyance. A podcast of spiritual interference. Hello, welcome back to Claire Annoyance. Um, we have a sad day today. This is the first day where uh, I'm flying solo. <laughs> we mentioned this in the first episode ever that, you know, there will probably be some times where um, one of us can't make it or, you know, whatever. We want to like keep the podcast rolling. So, you know, today you just get me. Megan's busy. Um, and like we, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to sync things up and we've got so much ground to cover in this podcast. Um, so, you know, uh, we got to get this June astrology episode out and it's June 3rd right now as of recording this, hopefully I get this out today. <laughs> I might not get it out until tomorrow, June 4th. Uh, it's just cause things are busy. People are busy. It's pride. Also, I live in West Hollywood and it's, um, gonna be a fun weekend so <laughs> i'm trying to like work but also not work um but you know we're already into june so i gotta get i gotta get this june astrology episode out here um there are so many things happening in june it is a calmer month than like the past few have been overall it should actually feel lighter a little more fun playful it's gemini season we already had jupiter in the north node met up in Taurus on June 1st. That was a really big thing. It's it's actually active like the whole first week of June. They're so, so close together. This really does not happen often. Jupiter is a planet of expansion and growth and abundance, opportunity, joy, optimism, faith. It's a, such a fun, benevolent planet. And the North Node is like where the universe is kind of like tugging us to go. So this really great planet of joy and opportunity meeting up with like the node of fate uh, is bringing everybody into an interesting space right now um, where we're trying to find stability. We're trying to find a stable path because it's in Taurus. Taurus is such a rooted earth sign. It's all about like, I always think of Taurus like a tree. It just wants to grow where it's planted, put some roots down and grow tall and strong like a tree over time for a long period of time. Right. And it gets more and more beautiful as it ages um, so you're, I think everybody's looking at that right now and I, and seeing a potential because that's Jupiter. We're seeing like an opportunity in like putting ourselves out there. It's not even about like going big, right? Because Jupiter and Taurus doesn't really want you to take some massive, like crazy leap of faith. Um, it more so wants you to have faith in your progress over time, the slow and steady movements, right? So that's something that's being seeded right now. I literally want to call it seeding it because tourists it's like uh putting a seed in the ground and watching like waiting for that plant to emerge and then nurturing its growth over a long period of time so it can be sturdy and healthy so what are you thinking about right now like what dreams do you have you know like what what's going on in your life um and is anything new trying to come in or are you like embarking on new chapters journeys like is there anything that's like just on your mind you're like i god i wish that i could like start this Keep that faith, even if it's just a wish right now. It's like a dream, right? Um, that's the seed of something much bigger that can sprout 
and become like a tangible thing in your life uh, over time here. So and Jupiter is going to be in Taurus for the next year. Uh, we talked about that in the May astrology episode, but uh, you know, this is, we're just at the beginning stages and it's so poetic that Jupiter and the North node met just at the beginning of Jupiter's transit through Taurus. So enjoy this. I, I just wanted to say that uh, first because uh, that's already passed and I don't want people to feel like they've missed it because you haven't, it's, it's definitely still active. They're going to be close together really for like the whole first half of this month. Um, and then also today with full moon in Sagittarius. So I don't know if anybody's going to get it at that point, but that's okay. Full moon will basically that energy like winds down over the next two weeks until the next new moon, um, which we'll talk about. Um, but so that that's a big one as well. Full moon in Sagittarius can really strengthen your commitment to any beliefs that you have. Um, and, and you're kind of like defending your beliefs in many ways with the full moon in Sagittarius. What I want you to do is keep an open mind. Give people extra space. Give your own self extra space. Sagittarius loves having freedom to roam. Um, but it can get dogmatic about what it thinks. It's such an intelligent sign. But I think everybody at this full moon and really over the next two weeks um, should kind of consider like, okay, what ultimate truths do I hold in my mind about like myself or other people or the way the world works or my job or my family or whatever it is. If you're going to be presented with information over the next two weeks, like probably as close to the third as possible, but um, over the next two weeks, you'll be dealing with that and like information that challenges a view that you might hold, a philosophy that you have about the way you live your life. With all this Taurus energy, it could be very just value systems based, like something that kind of guides the way that you choose to live your daily life. Um, and you might be presented with contradictory information that that kind of <laughs> confronts you with, oh, am I wrong? <laughs> did I did I not did I make an uninformed decision? Um, do I hold a belief that maybe could be expanded a bit here? Um, probably, honestly, um, you want to look at where you think. You know, new information's coming into the picture and you're like, well, that's probably not true. Like, I already have my mind made up about something. Like, I've already got this other perspective. Move beyond that. Like, accept the new information or new perspectives that are coming in right now, especially if you feel a resistance to them. That resistance is happening for a reason. It's actually happening. It's challenging you to push your boundaries out a little further um, and believe a little more. Because truth, as you know it, isn't set in stone. It never is. Um, and it's okay to realize that you were thinking too small, you know, like think big Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter with the North node right now really is trying to expand you and make you believe in yourself in a much grander way, but also a way that's sustainable and like healthy for you. That's the Taurus influence here. Um, so with Jupiter ruling this full moon. And Jupiter in such a beautiful position right now. I really think everybody's going to kind of enjoy this full moon. But I think just be wary of, you know, being too close-minded. Sagittarius can get that way. Just just got to say that. There's so much going on this month. Um, I, I'm going to try and, like, break this down, like, pretty succinctly. Uh, I'm not going to go through every little transit. You should go to our Instagram, though, at Claire Annoyance. Um, because uh, making a graphic there for the good days, bad days. If you listen to the May astrology episode we we literally broke down like every good day and every bad day and it was just like too much so we're just gonna make a calendar of like good bad good bad and literally put it on there just so you know like uh this is a day to be cautious on this is a day to like really take advantage of you know 
Um, so look at that on our Instagram. But overall, like I think a big thing I want to talk about is the youthfulness that's going on. There's such a lively, fun energy because it's spring right now, but we're moving into summer. So um, these signs that are at play really are Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, and Leo. Those four signs all are so youthful and just fresh like there's such a beautiful perspective like you're just willing to see things differently right now but then there's also this really interesting square going on between Taurus and Leo a square is a 90 degree angle that's like it's kind of a harsh angle um so technically with that said Taurus and Leo are like in conflict with each other those two signs don't inherently get along I don't really believe in that that's like kind of an old school way of looking at things um, I think every sign can be compatible with every sign. There are things that align Taurus and Leo. Like they're going to have their conflicts for sure. Any sign will have a conflict with any sign, <laughs> no matter what, even with itself, you know. But there are things that any sign can align with another sign on. The things that Taurus and Leo align with are themes of like determination, loyalty. Um, they're both incredibly generous signs, um, very confident signs. They can be a little stubborn, <laughs> both of them. Um, but they also have such an appreciation for creativity and the arts. Um, and that's especially true right now. Taurus is ruled by Venus, the planet of beauty and arts. Um, but right now, Venus is in Leo, um, the planet of creative self-expression, the performer of the Zodiac, you know? Um, so they like nice things. Both of them have an aesthetic that they prefer, you know, that they, they, get, they get like determined about their, their aesthetic even, right? They confidently express themselves um, and the way that they like choose to dress, carry themselves, like the art that they like, the home decor they like, everything is very visual and creative and artistic with both of these signs, but they appreciate those things for different reasons. Leo for that element of self-expression and outward focused energy. It's so much more performative. Um, and Leo likes the confidence that it gets. It likes this like positive boost of energy from art. And then Taurus more so likes the embodiment of art. It kind of taps into the sensuality of it. The five senses get triggered in such a beautiful way. Taurus likes art for like the craftsmanship and the quality of it. Whereas Leo is going to like art for uh, the expression of it, the dy dynamic nature of it. Everybody's creative every in different ways. When I really think about this month's energy, honestly, I've like been really trying to sit with this and like the visual that I get is like the sun in the sky at like, you know, noon <laughs> when it's just like directly above head. The sun is the ruler of Leo. So that's that super expressive element of the sun right like it's just beating down on you and you feel it and it's like oh god there's no hiding from the sun just like there's no hiding from a leo leo's gonna shine in the spotlight like it's that that out there you know it's just so present taurus rules the earth though um and it's so much more grounded and it's about how do we embody things so for me this visual is going is that sun coming from leo that like high noon space right right up in the sky where you can't ignore it you know and then the sun sets and the sun comes down and meets the earth. Leo, we can get blinded by. It's like that sun can shine too bright. It can like be too, too hot. <laughs> um, but when the sun sets, things cool off a bit. And what happens with the sun in the sky? The, its rays blend in with the sky. And then it paints this beautiful picture, the sunset. Um, and that's that's as a result of the sun creative self-expression 
merging with the earth embodiment. So I think that's really a big theme that I want people to like kind of consider right now is like, where are you creatively expressing yourself outwardly in this world so much? Um, and how can you kind of turn that inward? Seriously, like it, creativity, it needs to be put out, you know, like to create something is literally to like birth something, right? So it comes out of you into the world and the surrounding environments. There is an outward focus energy of creativity, of course. Um, but right now, the thing that's going to blend and make the creative expression seep into like all areas of your life, like a sunset just like seeps into the sky and its colors blend and it just becomes this beautiful, beautiful thing that you can't look away from, but you can't stare at the sun directly when it's right above you, right? Like it's too much, it's too bright. Um, but so like, how, how do we embody the creativity? This month is not about showing off how creative you can be externally. It's more about looking within yourself at where does that creative expression come from? Why do I have this talent, this gift? Why am I drawn towards certain types of art or colors or fashions, beauty, like anything like that? What's your relationship with creativity? Looking at it inside yourself, kind of nurturing the inner artist, I think is really the important thing. So there's a book called The Artist's Way. Um, and there are a couple quotes from it that are just so stunning. Uh, that I think really relate to this month's energy too. Um, the Artist's Way is like a book that kind of blends how do artists live like a spiritual life, basically. Because a lot of artists are spiritual by nature. Your creativity is coming from this, like your spirit. I don't even mean this in a woo-woo way. A lot of artists feel like they're like channeling something. And it, it's a it's a beautiful thing that goes far beyond you, you know? Like you're doing it, you're embodying it. Take ownership of that. That's the Taurus. But you're inspired by things because... There's like a divine nature within you that's pushing it outward and calling you to create something. That's a big part of this book in general, the blend of creativity and spirituality. Um, so a few of the quotes from it that I love is, okay, uh, well, this one's like kind of like a dialogue moment, but, <laughs> but do you know how old I will be by the time I learn to really play the piano, act, paint, write a decent play? Yes, the same age you will be if you don't. So that is really cool because that's saying create, do something. Don't let yourself think I can't make something beautiful in this world because you can, you totally can. But that that resistance that you might feel if you don't feel like a creative person, if you don't feel like an artist, that resistance can be coming from within you. Um, and so that's where it's like, okay, the sun sets, the sun merges with the earth. Bring your creativity back into yourself don't, don't think of it as this external force that's like beyond you. Look inside. Where does it come from? And you have blocks against it. Where are those blocks coming from? What part of you makes you think you can't just take up the piano right now, no matter what age you are? It's never too late to create <laughs> ever. You can absolutely do it. So look at those blocks that you have against creation and try and get real with those. I'm not even going to say like, eliminate them, get rid of them. Like that's easier said than done. But you need to like acknowledge that they exist and, and try and like just kind of start thinking deeper about where do they come from? Why? Why do I have these blocks? And where in your body, literally, physically, do you feel that resistant energy? Like is your creativity the fact that you can sing? And then do you feel like a block literally in your throat where you're just like, I feel like I can't speak. I never like speak up for myself in situations. Like what is that? Or is your stomach in knots? Are your legs shaking? Do you have a headache? Like what's, where's this block coming from on your body? 
something will emerge from there for you uniquely that will probably guide you in overcoming that block and helping you kind of lean into your more creative energy. Um, another quote, no matter what age you are or life path, whether making art is a career or your hobby or your dream, it is not too late or too egotistical or too selfish or too silly to work on your creativity. I think all of that's important because both Taurus and Leo can be selfish signs, but Leo, yes, it rules the ego. It needs a healthy ego. Everybody does to be able to put yourself out there, to put a gift out there in the world. But it's it's not egotistical. Like Leo does it from a much more spiritual space. It knows it innately has a talent and a gift and it's a gift is meant to be given out, right? It's meant to be shared. Leo shines in the spotlight, like that performer on a stage isn't just like on a stage performing their heart out because they like the attention. Sure, they need the attention. They need to know that their gift is is being shared with people who enjoy it. Of course, that's important. It needs it needs that admiration. But it's it's doing it because it knows that other people benefit. People in the audience watching that performance benefit from being there and seeing that performance. Whatever your artistry is, um, and any block you might have to it, it's not too late to get it going. And there are people out there who will benefit from anything you want to create in this life. It, it's a gift. You are a gift. You have gifts to share. <laughs> the only selfish thing is to block yourself from giving. These are generous signs, as I said. That is one of those very few things that these two signs actually have in common. They're both incredibly generous. They share their gifts. Another quote, creativity, like human life itself, begins in darkness. That's another beautiful one for me and why I think this like sunset approach is like really striking for me because as the sun sets, it's getting darker and darker, right? First, you know, you've got that beautiful blooming of the creative expression, like going through the sky, but the sun sets and then it's dark. And so there's no more creativity in the dark space, <laughs> but it's from that dark space that the sun rises again. And we get the beautiful sunrise when the sun's rays bleed through the sky and creativity really can like flow out of you. In a dark space. That's why a lot of, you know, it's the tortured soul of an artist. Like a lot of creative expression comes from a deep, dark space. And uh, you got to like kind of find the light in it, transmute a negative thing you're going through, funnel your emotional wounds into art, whatever that art is for you. I don't like you could view running as an art form. You're perfecting your run. <laughs> I don't know, whatever art is for you or creativity is for you. Notice those darker moments in your life. And those are the times, honestly, that you want to acknowledge and feel that stuff, but then do something with it. Get creative with it. The most beautiful things are born in the dark space. You can only see light, the sun, because of the dark. We need something to get lit up. So I think that's that's also a beautiful quote. Then the final one, creativity occurs in the moment and in the moment we are timeless. So creativity really is something we need to act on our urges with. But again, it's like, yeah, this might like you might create one painting, but the creation energy that fueled that work of art is timeless. It is eternal. It is divine. It is spiritual. You have this well of creative self-expression within you. How are you tapping into it? And when are you creating from it? There's a lot of planets in Taurus and Leo right now squaring each other. A lot of people are going to be looking at that. A lot of people are going to be feeling really creative, but some some people are just going to be too outwardly focused with it and not embodying it, not being authentic. 
some people are just good at graphic design. <laughs> like, but just because they're good at it doesn't mean that it comes from an authentic space where they really care about it. And it, that there might be no heart and soul actually put into it. But then some people will bottle up their creativity and embody it, but never thrust it outward either. So you might be on one end of those spectrums this month where you're just creating for the sake of creation itself. You might be totally blocking yourself from creating. How can we find that medium ground here? Like rein in the creativity a little bit, bring it inward, nurture that inner flame that you have within you, that spark of creativity that comes from within. And then mindfully, bring it outward, you know, dutifully. It's not, again, with Jupiter and Taurus, this is not a time of like sudden bursts, going big all of a sudden. It's it's like about like being a little more strategic and methodical with the way that you express yourself right now this month. Hard to do because there is a lot of, it is Gemini season and Gemini is scattered. <laughs> it is all over the place. Um, I'm a Gemini. So maybe this podcast already feels really scattered. I feel like, like that's why Megan is really good for me to bounce off of because we ask each other questions and we can funnel each other into more meaningful conversations. But when I'm just sitting here talking to myself, <laughs> it's it's a little more like I'm likely to get off track and be tangential like crazy for sure. <laughs> But it is, it's, it, you're going to feel scattered. You're going to feel like uh, my, I'm getting spread thin. It's a very social time. A lot of your creative energy might actually just get funneled into talking about being creative, like feeling inspired and creative when you're with your friends. Like that's such a Gemini feeling. And that's cool. Like notice that. Do you get more creative when you're with other people versus being alone at home by yourself? There may be a propensity to sort of like, just sporadically create this month. And that's something I would try and rein in, avoid that because your best self-expression and any works of art that you want to create are going to happen this month a little more diligently. Um, okay, so a couple of other things I want to talk about. Yeah, Venus is going to enter Leo June 5th. Um, that's a big deal because Venus is going to go retrograde in Leo, not until July. So we'll talk about that in July. But this is a big deal. Like Venus entering Leo June 5th. Starts a very long time of Venus being in Leo. Venus is usually in a sign for like, you know, four to six weeks at a time, depending. Um, but Venus will be in Leo June 5th all the way until October 9th. Long time there. But it's going to be fun because Mars is already in Leo. Venus and Mars, you know, like those are the sexy planets, like the relationship planets. So it's probably going to bring a lot of romance to the surface for people. A lot of affection with people you love. Um, people are in the mood for love. Again, very creative, though, as well, like feeling like I just want to make things happen. There can also be on June 5th, like a pretty intense uh understanding of relationship issues because the second Venus hits Leo, it's going to make an opposition with Pluto, which is retrograde at in Aquarius. A Pluto-Venus opposition is never fun. Typically. It can be, I guess. More so, if, if it's going to be good, it'll be empowering in the sense that it'll be a like time where you're like, no, I can create. I can do something. I am worthy of this self-expression or I am worthy of love if you were always made to feel like you're not worthy of it. Can really empower you in that way. But a lot of times it does bring like hidden, deep issues about relationship to the surface. So if you're in a relationship, you might find out something about your partner that feels a little unsettling. If you're not in a relationship, you might be dealing with a theme that is like just deeper and you're like, dang, I've had this relationship pattern or issue and it's been a little toxic or I've always been attracted to toxic people, you know? Um, and you just might realize that Pluto is a subconscious planet, but these other planets are very conscious. Leo, again, rules the ego. So it's like there will be a subconscious 
emergence occurring that's going to directly impact the the ego and any Venusian topic. Again, love, beauty, relationships, creativity, artistry. On June 11th, Pluto is going to retrograde back into Capricorn. This is also important. It's going to be in Capricorn for the rest of this year. We got a sneak peek of Pluto and Aquarius this year. March 23rd through June 11th, Pluto dipped into Aquarius for the first time in like 250 years. Big deal. Probably not a whole lot of things that you noticed, though, because it didn't go very far into Aquarius at all. But um, that's a very like March 23rd through June 11th. Kind of take note of what's been changing in your life at that time, um, because you'll feel that theme pop back up in 2024. In January, Pluto re-enters Aquarius, and then it's basically in Aquarius for the next 20 years. Like that's it's a whole new phase of life. Collectively, it's going to be a massive change. We'll talk about that later. But for you personally, there's there's something a shift as well, but it might still be pretty. Uh, unconscious. Like that's just kind of the nature of Pluto. And this really was just a brief sneak peek, but now it's going to move back to Capricorn where it's been for the last 15 years. So there's kind of like a final wrap up right now of some storyline in your life that's been happening for the last 15 years. Like you're kind of being asked like, am I done with this? Like, have I cleansed myself in this Capricorn way, which Capricorn rules, like, like it's our structure. It's literally like the wood in a home that keeps the walls up. It's the bones in your body that keeps you up. Like it's the structures in our societal governmental institutions keeps society running. But sometimes like Pluto kills things off. It destroys, but it destroys to create. There's that word again, creation. We're trying to create here, but sometimes we have to destroy to create, right? Like something's got to be brought down in order for something new to emerge and stand in its place in a more healthy and sustainable way. And so Pluto going back into Capricorn, June 11th, all the way to the end of this year is going to initiate you really reevaluating an old storyline um, that you probably thought maybe you were starting to get free of in the past couple months, <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> so just like notice that. Notice especially Pluto at the at the last degree of a sign. <laughs> it's an anoretic degree, the 29th degree of Capricorn. It's called an anoretic degree, a critical degree. This Pluto is it rules power and control issues. So we're going to be looking for the second half of this year. Where are you still like white knuckle gripping on to some old structure, old habit, routine, thing that you've really relied on for a long time, but it's just not working for you anymore. And you know it. You know it by this point, but you still are maintaining that that like last grasp of power over it. We're going to see that institutionally, for sure, collectively. We're going to see weird power grabs collectively. It's just going to happen. Pluto is a generational planet. It impacts the masses, but it will also impact you in your own life in a certain way. So just kind of like look at what you can let go of right now. Like we're trying to demolish unhealthy structures so that we can create a new starting next year. The 11th in general is a really big day. There's a lot of things happening. I'm not even going to get into it all, but there's a lot happening. Uh, there's also a new moon in Gemini on the 18th. Uh, this is fun. New moon, new moons in Gemini are always really bubbly. <laughs> it's like a lot of ideas, new plans. Everybody's like really excited about things. You're probably like hanging out with your friends, going out, like busy, 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 busy. Like Gemini's just like always got a million things going on, bouncing all over the place. You, you honestly might be too busy. Um, it's good to have all these new things emerging but you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. Gemini can really do that. And then it struggles to like finish anything that it's started. If you want to start something new around this new moon, around the 18th, and then you'll you'll have the next two weeks, It'll be the 18th and the two weeks following it. But if you're starting anything new in that time frame, the 
projects that work best are going to be projects that you can finish quickly, not super long range projects. In general, yeah, we're thinking long range. We're thinking sustainably. We're thinking like, what can I pull off and what do I want to grow for like so long in my life? But right around this new moon, I would say you're not going to want to start some super big long-term plan. I would it's probably not the best for that. You could do it. You could do it if you're really focused and that's like the only thing you're doing. But the best part of this would be like, oh, here's like a short-term project. Here's like a smaller goal on my list like that I can accomplish, you know, and you're going to actually see like really great benefits from those like smaller, quicker projects. But enjoy that new moon. Write your stuff down. Gemini rules handwriting. It rules communication. It's always good to take energy, which is like an intention, something you want for your life, um, and and put it into physical matter. It's always a good idea. Um, that is creation. <laughs> so write write down a wish list at this new moon, June 18th, or the few days after that, especially as close to the 18th as you can. Um, and then like toward the end of the month, like, uh, you know, the sun enters cancer, cancer season is going to start on June 21st. And then there's a lot of watery energy at play. So we're really shifting like a lot of like the air and fire and like even earth. Um, we're feeling a really strong sense of like ideas buzzing and like fun, creative expression, like all over the place. <laughs> but um, then, then, then there's an emotional aspect that comes into play here. There's a lot of stuff at like hitting cancer and Pisces. Cancer and Pisces together are both very sentimental, very compassionate. They want to nurture whatever they're doing. Um, so there can be like a really beautiful feeling of love. Like you, it's like the feeling follows the creativity. You might be feeling more logical for the first part of this month until the 21st. That's cool. Like intellectualize again, like even your creative expression, intellectualize that. Where is this coming from? Why are you creative in certain ways? Why do you feel drawn to be that way? Or why are you blocking yourself from being creative or taking on that new project or whatever? Think about that stuff. That's good for Gemini. But then cancer comes in. I think by the 21st, you've got a lot of that sorted out in your head. And then the heart follows and you're like, feeling the self and the creative expression. You're really like intuitive with it and, and in the flow, it's water, feeling that cosmic rhythm and dancing to it quite naturally. Um, there's a lot of beautiful stuff happening toward the end of the month. That's pretty much the overall transits. Honestly, I mean, Mercury is going to enter Cancer as well on the 26th. Neptune is going to go retrograde in Pisces on the 30th. Oh, Saturn's also going to go retrograde in Pisces on June 17th. That's a day to like kind of like, you know, take take it easy. And then the next day you're you're good because it's the new moon in Gemini. Neptune retrograde June 30th. It's actually going to be nice. That'll be retrograde for many months. <laughs> Neptune causes a fog and a delusion, confusion. We can't see clearly. It dissolves barriers between like what's real and what's not. But when Neptune goes retrograde, it's like that fog lifts and we kind of are a little more lucid. We're seeing things a little bit better. You're going to realize like why you've been on a certain path that maybe you were not sure why you were on. And Mercury entering Cancer on the 26th is also just nice because that's that's Mercury's plan of communication. Cancer the first sign of emotions. So it's us being able to really, again, understand why we feel certain ways, but also be able to communicate it. People are going to be more vulnerable with each other, sharing your heart with someone else, kind of like explaining the deeper meaning behind things that you are creating and putting out in the world. You know, you're going to notice that getting in touch with your emotions, but also being able to clearly translate them, communicate them. There's a lot of like unconventional approach stuff going on too, because Uranus is in Taurus, going to be part of that creativity square. Uranus brings sudden change. 
with Uranus, we can be reckless, restless. Like, and that's why we want to like break free and make a sudden spontaneous move, but that can backfire a lot. Uranus rules lightning, you know, Taurus, again, if it's like a tree that grows strong, Uranus is going to come in and it's like the lightning that strikes down the tree. And it's like, well, crap, I had this beautiful thing going for a really long time. You don't want to suddenly break away from something that you've been nurturing for a really long time. Think it through, be more methodical. If you need to break away, do it a little more diligently. More than anything, I think it's about what are you incorporating? What new thing are you trying to like get into? Uranus, the good energy with this is going to be, okay, let me shake up this routine. Let me shake up the way I thought I could express myself. Maybe you are going to realize that you're talented in some completely different area that you never realized before because you're just getting this compulsion to go like sign up for some random class and you're like, wow, I'm good at this. That type of sudden understanding, it's a change creatively, a change with your artistry. It could be a change in your uh, health as well, um, or any way you're respecting your body, health, diet, fitness, things like that. Um, just that's a very Taurus related thing. I mean, it can also be a sudden change in love, love dynamics, uh, for better or worse. Gotta keep it honest. <laughs> if you're in a very happy-go-lucky relationship, I mean, especially at that Venus opposition to Pluto, June 5th, relationships might suddenly end. It can happen. But it, relationships could suddenly come together too. There could be a sudden striking revelation about someone in your life. And you're like, oh my God, I think I love them. <laughs> or if you think that you love someone, but it's like not been good, especially if it's not been a good like attraction that you've had with someone, you might suddenly notice that feeling just be lifted from you. And you're like, oh my God, I'm free from that. And they no longer have this like weird hold over me. So plenty of ways that the energy this month can manifest. Again, Gemini season for the large part. So a lot of scattered ways that this is going to manifest. It's going to be very different for everybody. So it's very hard to like say, like, I know that these themes are going to take place. The biggest one that I feel really is just this visualization of the creative expression that we have not being so outwardly focused, like bringing it inward a little bit more and understanding where does my creativity come from? That sunset, watching the sun's rays go from just beaming down on you so brightly and blindingly to setting and merging with the earth, Taurus and Leo coming together to spread that beautiful tapestry of colors across the sky. That's the theme I have for you. Where's your sunset? Where's your sunset? What, what pretty colors are you looking at? And that's it. Love you all. I promise we'll be back with Megan on the next one. <laughs> Can't wait. Bye. 